hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who built his house on the rock. Matthew 7:24. Welcome to Jesus.com podcast, KOFC Kadosh. What a beautiful name it is, the name of Jesus Christ my And 
my Lord with thee I'm crucified And be lifted high As my kingdoms fall Lord once and fall Lord once and Now, let's welcome the pastor of this dynamic service, Pastor Kwesi Abedu. Some of us have not prayed the whole week. There's a time to pray. A time to make contact with God. Madeo lala satari keriando lobo santa labadi kerianda. Rebariko santa lira bashe kalira santa libro. Zima tiliba santa lababa. Pray, 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 pray. The Bible says men ought always to pray and not to faint. Kariando le satara baki shantala ba santa labariando le ma santa lababo ke andala baki santara baba. Oh Jesus, ma kiriando le ba santa lababa kiriando la ba santa lababa. Rika toli ba santa lababa kiriando la ba santa lababa santa labakori andala ba santa labaki kozanda lababa. Thank you, Jesus. I love you, Lord. For your mercy never fails me All my days I've been held in your hand From the moment that I wake From the moment that I wake up Till I lay my head I will sing All the goodness of God All my life you have been faithful All my life you have been so so
Father, we thank you for this afternoon. Holy Spirit, we welcome you. This is your meeting. We pray, Lord, that you will have your way in the midst of your people. I surrender my members to you. I yield this vessel to you. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Let me speak a word in season to a heart that is weary. I pray, Lord, that we will not leave this place the same. I come against forces of darkness spiritual wickedness in high places. I bind the spirit of fear and the spirit of doubt. I pray, Lord, and I release the gift of faith that your people will believe your word. Transform our, our lives, O oh God, by the preaching of your holy word. Let diseases flee. Let healings take place. Let there be miracles. Let there be signs. Let there be wonders. In Jesus' mighty name I pray. And let the people of God say Amen. I didn't hear your amen. Put your hands together for Jesus. You may be seated. Hallelujah. Amen. I want you to turn and look at your neighbor. Eyeball to eyeball. 
and tell some of you are looking at my face. I said, turn and look at your neighbor. It's English I am speaking. <laughs> and tell your neighbor, neighbor. I love you. And there is nothing you can do about it. Tell anybody, it's too late. <laughs> Somebody said, ah, I forgot to sit at the place I needed to sit. I've done myself. <laughs> no, next week is there. Pastor won't forget. Amen. Put your hands together for Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Well, today I'm happy to announce to you that the word of God is coming your way. <laughs> and by the grace of God, you will be blessed. Amen. The Bible says that the word of God is quick and powerful. Powerful. Amen. The word of God is powerful. Amen. Well, I've been teaching on fruitfulness. How many of you remember? Two weeks ago, we had Pastor John Bonney. And then last week, we had Pastor Kibita Agbesi, who brought us great teachings from the Word of God. Amen. But today, I want to continue what I started sharing with you two weeks ago. Amen. I started teaching you on fruitfulness. Tell your neighbor, fruitfulness. Fruitfulness. Amen. The Bible says in John 15, 16, it says, You have not chosen me, but I have chosen you and ordained you that you should go and bring forth fruit. Amen. He said, go and bring forth what? Fruit. And that your fruit should remain. Amen. Because you see, when... when when you give birth and the child does not remain, sometimes it's more devastating than not even giving birth at all. <laughs> Amen. Can you imagine you have kept a baby in your stomach for nine months, delivered the baby, and then three hours after delivery, the doctor informs you that the baby couldn't make it. Look, it can affect you for the rest of your life. That's why the Bible says that your fruit should remain. Amen. That whatsoever you shall ask of the Father in my name, he may give it to you. Amen. So here yeah, the Bible says that as children of God, we are required to bear fruits. And when the Bible says we are required to bear fruits, what it means is that you are supposed to multiply or duplicate what you are. Amen. Ask your neighbor, who are you? <laughs> And what are you? <laughs> Amen. The Bible says that we are supposed to duplicate, bear fruits, have children just like us. Amen. And I established last two weeks when I spoke that one of the easiest ways to see it is that sometimes, you know, we want to bear fruits that are not like us. But God created us in a particular way. I mean, if you are a Ghanaian, you can't give birth to a Chinese-eyed looking baby. <laughs> Amen. Unless you marry a Chinese. Do you understand? So, when you are a black or a colored person like you are, 
except for Edwina. <laughs> He's our only white lady in the church. But I'm believing God for white people in this church. Amen. Amen. Yes, we are an international church. We need white people in the church. Amen. But if you are a black person like you are, you are not likely to have a white baby. In fact, when you have a white baby, <laughs> then there is something wrong. <laughs> I was reading an article. They said a black one, um, two, a couple, a black, they are both black. They had some Chinese guests. And then after that, they left. The wife got pregnant. And then she delivered. <laughs> when she delivered, the baby was Chinese. <laughs> so, so they named the baby something wrong. <laughs> <laughs> because there was definitely something wrong. <laughs> Amen. But when you are when you are when you are black, your children will be black. When you look at Bishop Dark's children, they are all fair. <laughs> you know, his, his blood is stronger than the wife's blood. So all his children are fair. Because he's, he's, he's light-skinned. You know, his mom is Swiss. His dad was Ghanaian. So the Swiss blood is in him. Amen. So his children are all fair. So the, the natural way by which we are supposed to produce is to produce something that is just like you. Amen. That is why I cannot easily produce dancers. <laughs> I can't easily pr- produce dance, dancers. <laughs> I mean, it would be very difficult to produce dancers. But I can produce preachers because I preach. Amen. Amen. So my shepherds, I teach them all the time, teaching them how to be good teachers and preachers and shepherds. Amen. Because that is who I am. Amen. You also, you are somebody or something. And you are supposed to bear fruits. Fruits that look just like you. Amen. And the reason is that if we don't bear fruits, we will become extinct. Extinct means that at a point, there'll be, there won't be any of us around. Amen. So for the sake of posterity, hey, my, my English is coming today. <laughs> I'm looking for simpler words, but they are not coming. <laughs> Amen. But you can write it down. When we, when, we, when, we, when we close, you can look it up in the dictionary. Amen. But for the sake of posterity, or what what was another word for posterity? They are students. Help us. (laughs) Continuation. Yes, continuity. For the sake of continuity, we need to bear fruits. Amen. And so I started teaching you um, why some people don't bear fruits. Do you remember? Reasons why people don't bear fruits. Very important. You see, as a Christian, you have a responsibility. And your responsibility is to, is to win souls, bear fruits, witness to other Christians, talk to them about Christ. You know, you have to develop it. You know, one thing, one thing a lot of people like saying, I'm shy. 
that word shy is a demon. <laughs> as soon as I hear it, something moves in my spirit. <laughs> yeah. It's a very big demon that keeps a lot of Christians where they are. One guy told me, he said, even tithe, I can't get up from my seat and come. Yeah. See, I can't come because I'm shy. Then I said to him, I said, the devil is sitting on your finances. He doesn't want you to prosper. That is why he's operating by this demon of shyness. So that you can stay in your seat and not come and give your tithe. Amen. Some of you, you can do mighty things. Mighty. If you can overcome this thing that you call shyness. From today, don't call it shyness. Call it a demon. <laughs> Amen. That was for somebody. <laughs> Amen. So I started teaching you reasons why some people don't bear fruits. And I said the first reason why some people do not bear fruits is that some of you are not real. Mm. Ask your neighbor, are you a real Christian? Ask your neighbor, if I get up to go and give my offering and I leave my phone, will you steal it? Yeah. Amen. So we read Matthew 7 verse 2, Matthew 7 verse 15. It says, beware of false prophets. You know, let me, let, me, let me give a word of caution. You must beware of false prophets. Amen. The word beware, it means be vigilant. Be careful. Be on the watch out. Red alert for false prophets. Amen. The Bible says, which come to you in sheep's clothing, they come very harmless, but inwardly, they are ravening wolves. Amen. Now, you see, your pastor has an effect on you. Recently, I was talking to a friend of mine who was going through serious issues with his family. And all that had happened was that a prophet had entered into his life. And this prophet had brought so much confusion. So much confusion. Since your father will get sick, have high blood pressure, and he will die. And because of that, you need to do ABCD. And your mother too, there's something hovering around his head. The sisters have teamed up against her. They want to kill her. And different things. And has caused so much problems. In this guy's life. Some of you have encountered false prophets. Some of you have been bathed by false prophets. <laughs> you were bathed with some soap. And after they creamed you with some cream. Yeah. And then after creaming you, they sprayed and perfumed you. The Bible says that they are ravening wolves. It means that they can eat you up. Yeah. 
Your prophet can eat you up if he's false. <laughs> Mercy, Lord. It's good I'm speaking English. <laughs> if I was speaking to you, it wouldn't be nice. <laughs> Says they are ravening wolves. A ravening wolf is a hungry, hungry, ready to devour you, ready to tear you into pieces, ready to eat you up. Yeah. yeah. False prophets. Yeah. Amen. Verse 16, he says, You shall know them. How? By their Fruits. Amen. The Bible says the way you can tell whether a child of God, a servant of God, a prophet, a teacher, an apostle, whatever, the way you can tell whether that person is real or not is by their fruits. Amen. You shall know them by their fruits. Amen. Then the next verse, he says, A good tree bringeth forth good fruits. But, he says, And a corrupt tree bringeth forth evil fruits. Verse 18, he says, A good tree cannot bring forth evil fruits. Neither can a corrupt tree Good fruits. <laughs> Every tree that bringeth not forth fruit is hewn down. Then in verse 20 it says, by the, wherefore by their fruits you shall know them. It says there's no way a good tree will bring forth evil fruits. And there's no way an evil tree or a corrupt tree will bring forth good fruits. Amen. And I always judge things by their fruits. I judge people by their fruits. Not what they say. Because that's what talking people can talk. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Talking. Oh. People can talk. I always judge people by their fruits. Because if you judge people by what they say, you can be deceived. Yes. If you judge people by how they dress, you can be deceived. Yeah. <laughs> my son used to, anytime I, I dress on Sunday, my son used to say, hey, daddy, you've worn pastor clothes. <laughs> so in his mind, pastor clothes, are, a suit is pastor clothes. So maybe if he sees you in suit, in his mind, oh, this guy is a very good pastor material. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's not by dressing. That's why some of you couldn't receive the song ministration by um, Christ Fanatics. You couldn't receive it. <laughs> yes. It's not by accent. <laughs> what you say, then it's like, mm, some people were saying, mm, this guy is a Christian. 
<laughs> you couldn't receive because in your mind it is by the accent, by the by the dressing, by the you know. In fact, personally, so as he was ministering, I was looking at the words. Yes, I was looking at the words. And the words were powerful. <laughs> because you can sing normal voice, but there's no power in the, in the words. There's nothing in it. Yeah. Amen. The Bible says that it's by their fruits that you shall know them. Amen. And I said to you that the reason why a lot of people are not able to bear fruits is that they are not real. They are not real. You should always be asking yourself, am I a real Christian? Am I a real Christian? You say you're a doctor, but we don't see you in the hospital. Are you a real doctor? One day, my house help was not feeling well. Late in the night. And we had to take her to the hospital. But it was so late in the night, we were looking for the nearest hospital. So in our area, there's a place, I'd always seen a Red Cross sign. <laughs> a Red Cross sign. I said, oh, it's a hospital. There's something, something, something clinic. I said, let's take, let's take her there. So we took this lady there. Then we pressed the bell. Then the door opened. Then a man came out in boxer shorts. <laughs> no shirt. And we said, oh, is there a mistake? Are we in the wrong place? He said, no, 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 no. It's a hospital. <laughs> I said, hey, Really? Is there a hospital? He said, yes, a hospital. I said, but where's the doctor? He said, I'm the doctor. <laughs> hey. He said, I'm the doctor. I said, really? He said, yes. I was looking at the man and his boxer shorts. I said, Charlie. <laughs> Nine months after that experience, that doctor went mad. So what I was looking at was a madman, not a doctor. Hmm? I mean, you, you can't have a doctor that is in the hospital with his boxer shorts. Hey, there's something definitely wrong. Yeah. Nine months after, the man went mad. He was roaming around in the area, naked. Pastor Patrick knows the story. <laughs> yeah? So some of us, we look like Christians. But we are not. We are not Christians. If you are a Christian, we can tell by your fruits. We can tell. We can tell by your fruits. Amen. So those of you who are fake, it's time to get real. Tell your neighbor, it's time to get real. Some of us are playing church, playing Christianity, playing holiness. Yesterday, somebody was asking me, is that Pastor K, what does it mean to be spiritual? Because I have a friend, always has dreams, he has visions. I said, are you in his bedroom with him? 
when you sleep, do you, do you go there? It could be telling you lies. <laughs> yes, it could be telling you lies. It could be telling you lies. How do you know that it's true that he dreamt? He says he dreamt. How do you know that it's true? It could be lies. So I thought, I said, listen, dreams do not mean anything. That's why Jesus didn't say that by their dreams and their visions. <laughs> yes. Because anybody can say, I dream. Anybody can say, I had a vision. It's not by dreams and visions. <laughs> I saw something in the air. Some of you, you feel people are spiritual when you hear them talking like that. Let me tell you, it doesn't mean anything. (laughs) You see, when it comes to even medicine, look, people can hang stethoscope on their neck and move around. You can hang a stethoscope on your neck and move around. You can pick a few vocabulary from the textbooks, anatomy, biochemistry. You can be saying things, you know. You can be saying some things. But when they put somebody on the table, they say perform an operation. That's where we'll see whether you're real. A baby, uh, a woman comes to the hospital. She says, "I want to deliver. The baby is coming." That is where we we'll see whether you're a real doctor. <laughs> the blood comes up. We say, "Radiate." <laughs> that is where we will see that you're a real doctor. Amen. So many Christians, if we are to judge you by your fruits, you will see that you are not real. Yeah. You look like, but you are not. And it's very easy to mimic things. Very easy. Very easy. Recently, I had a client. Came to me. I did a nice design for him. Then he went. After about one month, he came back. He said, oh, I met another architect. He changed it. He said, I should do this and this and this and this. So as I looked at the changes, I said, no, it can't be an architect. An architect won't do this. An architect won't do this. Yeah. The guy had closed up openings. The house was going to be dark, stuffy. I said, it cannot be an architect. It's always an architect. I said, okay, I'd like to meet this architect. So I was in my office when this client brought the architect. So the guy came. I said, sit down. I said, oh, hello, how are you? He said, I'm fine. I said, yeah. My client said, you are an architect. He said, oh, not really. I said, "Uh (laughs) uh-huh. You see, my client doesn't doesn't know the full details of who an architect is. So anybody can tell him that I'm an architect and she'll believe it. But when he entered the office and he looked around him, I realized that "Mm, where I am is an architectural office. (laughs) It's a draftsman. Moving around, calling himself an architect. Amen. So you can have people who are moving around. You think they are spiritual, but they are not. Think that's why they're not. Yeah. Mark them by their fruits. Fruits. Check out what, what they are producing. <laughs> yeah. Hallelujah. <laughs> Number two. Did I intend to close very early? So probably add one more point and then we'll go. Number two, what did I say? Yeah. I said number two. You don't produce or you don't bear fruits, you don't witness, you don't evangelize because you are not healthy. 
believe it when I tell you, you are not healthy. When a couple marry and they can't have children, oftentimes it means either one or both of them are not healthy. When I say no healthy, it means that there's something wrong. There's a problem. Sometimes maybe the man is not producing enough sperms. Or the sperms are not potent enough. It's called oligospermia. <laughs> May every man in this room be delivered from oligospermia. <laughs> you receive it. Yo. <laughs> You have to receive like I receive it. <laughs> so many times it's 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 a problem. Sometimes the man the, sometimes the woman has a problem with her womb. Yeah. Maybe the fallopian tubes are blocked. Something. There's always a problem. Amen. So, when you are not producing fruits, it's a sign that spiritually you are sick. You are not healthy. Amen. That's why the Bible says that a good tree produces good fruit. But a Corrupt. That word corrupt is the word unhealthy. A tree that is not healthy. The Bible says it produces evil fruits. Amen. Examine yourself as a Christian. What fruits do you produce? Some of us are fathers of sin. Mothers of sin to other people. Yeah. You have taught people how to sin. Instead of teaching them to win souls, you have taught them how to commit sin. Amen. But it's a sign that you are not healthy. The last one, and then we'll be closer. <coughs> Number three is a sign that you are not matured. It's a sign that you are not a matured Christian. Amen. You know, when, 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 you, have, when you take a seven-year-old girl, no matter what you do to the seven-year-old girl, she won't be pregnant. She can't have a child. Except it's some mutated seven-year-old girl. <laughs> but normally, a seven-year-old girl can't have, can't have a child. It's not, it's not possible, medically or naturally. Amen. No matter what you do, but do the same thing to a 23-year-old girl. <laughs> you will see that the stomach is coming out. <laughs> so I can be talking to people the same thing. I will say it. Ah, you see that some people will produce, some will not produce. Those who are producing are matured. Those who are not producing are immature Christians. 
Amen. Like you are, you are six years, you are standing in the mirror, say, oh God, my breast, abide, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Let them come out. Come out in the name of Jesus. Come out in the name of Jesus. We don't pray for breasts like that. <laughs> Just grow up. The breast will come out. Just grow up. Amen. And it's the same thing spiritually. There are many things you just have to grow spiritually. It will come out. It will come out. It will be evident. Amen. But when you are not matured, you are, you are trying to do things. So it's, it's, it's not working. It's, it's, not, it's not working. It's just not working. Because you're a child. Amen. Immature Christians do not produce fruits. And there are many immature Christians. Many immature Christians. Let me help you identify an immature Christian. And then we'll close. Hebrews chapter 5. Hebrews 5.12. It says, For when for the time you ought to be teachers, you have need that one teach you again, which be the first principles of the oracles of God. Hallelujah. It says, when for the time, good scripture. Yeah. When for the time you ought to be teachers, you have need that one teach you again. First principles of the oracles of God. The Bible says, and I become such as have need of milk and not of strong meat. <laughs> In this scripture, the Bible describes Immature Christians. It says immature Christians are people that you always have to tell them what to do. They always have to be told what to do. My children, I have to tell them everything that they need to do. Even eating. Sometimes I have to beg them to eat. Food that is good for them, I'll be begging them, I beg you, eat. eat. When you eat, I'll, I'll buy you ice cream. When you have immature Christians, that's how you have to talk to them. Oh, come to church. Come, I beg you, come, 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 come. If you, I'll pay your transport for you, come, please, come, come. <laughs> church that is good for you will be begging you, please come. Oh, I beg you. Come, 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 come. <laughs> After I buy kebab for you. <laughs> Immature Christians. It says you have to tell them anything and everything. Everything they are, you have to tell them. It's like their mind doesn't work. Completely switched off. It has immaturity. So that's babies. Babies, you tell them everything to do. Amen. And it says, I become such as have need of milk and not of strong meat. Then now it talks about immature Christians, their desires. It says they like milk. They don't like strong meat. They like something they can just drink. They don't want to chew. <laughs> I can't to chew. They, are, they don't even have teeth to start with. <laughs> and there are many Christians like that. They just like milk. Easy things. Put a straw in it. It's gone. 
They don't want to chew. When they hear prayer meeting, 12 hours, they say no. <laughs> they say no. He said, if it was one hour, like, I'll go. Milk. <laughs> then they will drink. Yeah. Amen. Immature Christians, when you're preaching, you say, God is going to bless you. Amen. You're going to overcome. Amen. Things are going to be better. Amen. Stop fornication. Then their faces will be, burn your face. Burn <laughs> your face. It's meat. They can't chew it. <laughs> They can't do it. Yeah. It says strong meat belongs to them who by reason of use have exercised their senses. Let me read, I think, verse uh, 14. To discern both good and evil. You know, one day the disciples brought Jesus food to eat. And Jesus told them, He said, Look, I have some meat that you don't know of. He said, My meat is to do the will of my Father and to finish it. Jesus said, When it comes to strong meat, the will of God. When you are a matured Christian, you are interested in the will of God. You are not interested in your will. You are not interested in what feels good. You are not interested in what is okay with you. You are interested in the will of God. What is the will of God? I am going to propose to somebody. You are thinking, what is the will of God? You are going to a school. What is the will of God? That is strong meat. Amen. But many people are not interested in the will of God. Yeah. More interested in color and height than the will of God. <laughs> More interested in money than the will of God. Yeah. But Jesus said, Me, my meat is the will of God. The will of God. And then the final one, he said, to discern, he says, the people who, who choose strong meat, by reason of exercise, they are able to discern between good and evil. When you are not a mature Christian, you are easily deceived. Easily. You can't tell between good and evil. You say, oh, but pastor, I'm not listening to the words of the song. It's just the beats I like. <laughs> you can't discern. You can't discern. And I've seen that many, many immature Christians can't discern. Can't discern. You see, if you are somebody that you are easily deceived, it's a sign that you are immature. He said, lucky cream. It will give you luck. <laughs> luck. Smear it around you as you are going. Everybody will like you. Then you are Googling Mama G location. 
That's immaturity. Immaturity. Easily deceived. And yesterday we had a prayer meeting. Powerful prayer meeting. Prophet was here. He led us to pray to become spiritual people. And we prayed for the gift of discernment. He says the more spiritual you become, the more discerning you become. And it's true. When you become spiritual, you can discern. Somebody appears in front of you and you can tell that mm, this guy is a 419 guy. One thing I, I thank God for, I have that gift. I can tell. Once I see a 419, I can tell. Oh, yes. When people are lying to me, I'll just be smiling in my head. But because I'm a pastor, I'll just be saying, all right. All right, all right. <laughs> oh, yes. I, I think it's one of my strongest gifts. I can tell easily. Yes. Amen. Amen. Can you discern between good and evil? Look at how many guys have deceived you. Recently, <laughs> I was talking to a lady. She said to me, Pastor K, he said he will marry me. I said, this guy, he will not marry you. He won't marry you. He said, oh, Pastor K, he will marry me. I said, he will not marry you. see, I could discern, but she couldn't discern. She couldn't. Couldn't. Immaturity doesn't make you descend. You can't tell. Simple-minded. Everything, you buy it. Everything, you agree. It's correct. Anything, somebody, you don't even check it out. It's not when I'm preaching, I watch. Some people, they don't even open their Bible. They don't take notes. What well, I'm saying, whether it's true or not, they have assumed that it's coming from me, so it's true. <laughs> Matured Christians, they are checking it out. Say, no, no scripture. Mm. No. No, this was what Jesus was talking about. This was not what they were talking about. They have questions. Checking it out. So anything that is said, oh, it's true. It's powerful. It's correct. The final thing is that they start things, but they don't finish. Jesus said, my meat is to do the will of my father and to finish his work. To finish it. Immature people can start things, but they can't finish it. <laughs> hey, starting is easy. You can start a relationship. But finish it and let's see. <laughs> yeah? Finish it and let's see. They can start the education, but they won't finish. That's a sign of, a, of, a, of an immature person. You see, when you are matured, you finish what you started. Jesus, he died on the cross. He said, it is finished. Agbina. Agbina. What's the use of starting something that you didn't finish? Or you are not finishing it's a sign that you are not matured. Yeah. And that is why we can't see any fruits 
in your life. Because you start, then halfway you leave it. That's why it worries me when I see people in the church, they come two weeks, they are on fire. One month, you can't see them again. So, me personally, I'm not impressed by people who, who, who start things. Let's finish the thing. Is it because in Africa we like starting things, but we don't finish? They're starting, they will do a ceremony, short cutting ceremony, and then they'll be taking pictures, music, band, food, just to cut sword for the road. After they cut the sword, you see that three months, even the trailer is not there. No iron rods, nothing. <laughs> nothing. Nothing. But white man, you not hear any sword cutting. When they finish the project, rather, you hear about the project. Tell your neighbor, I'm going to be a finisher. Look, anything that you have started, finish it. Anything that you have started, finish it. Anything God starts, he finishes. That's why he's the alpha and the omega. The beginning and the end. He's not just the beginning, he's also the end. One day I traveled, then the plane was coming to land. Then I looked out of the window. Hey! Uncompleted buildings. Plenty. And this is airport residential area. As we are landing, I looked out of the window. Hey! Uncompleted buildings. Plenty. Uncompleted, 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 uncompleted. I said, hey! What is this? And as I was saying it, the Holy Spirit told me that you are part of it. Your building is not completed. <laughs> 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 some energy came in my heart I said no I'm going to complete it and truly 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 truly, truly I completed that building <laughs> many of you don't have good fruits because you start but you don't finish you start but you don't finish you start but you don't finish I've been in this church for more than 20 years. Yes. More than 20 years. I didn't come for the altar call and go home and not come back. I've been coming to church every Sunday for over 20 years. Yes. Yes. So you want to bear the fruits that I'm bearing? You must be in church every Sunday for the next 20 years. <laughs> Prophet has been preaching for over 30 years. Yeah. You are say, I want to be walking Bible. You think it comes by, it comes by just saying, I want to be walking Bible. <laughs> Even out to Jungo. <laughs> Even out to Jungo. The church attendance that you have started, finish it. Finish it. That relationship that you have started, finish it. It's a sign that you are matured. Yes. I remember when I entered into a relationship, my sister told me, he said, Chrissy, this relationship, this girl, marry her. If you claim that 
you are old enough and matured. Let us see by marrying her. <laughs> because as far as I can say that, oh, I'm old. I'm ready to marry. You can say it. Marry her and let's see that you are old enough. <laughs> let's take it to its logical conclusion. Finish it. Amen. You see, it's very important that anything that you start, you finish it. Because there are a lot of things, they are almost useless if it's not finished. Can you imagine rice that has been boiled for five minutes? You can't even eat it. <laughs> it's been on fire. It's been boiled, but it was just five minutes. Yeah. Useless. Sometimes when young people come to me, they say they are in a relationship, I tell them, break that relationship. It's not going anywhere. Because I can see the end of that relationship that you have started. It's not going anywhere. Some people, they'll follow ah, two years, three years, four years, then they realize that what I'm saying is true. <laughs> Immature. They couldn't discern that the thing will end. But we are becoming mature people. I said, we are becoming matured people. Hey, very soon, when a prophet comes to stand in front of you, say, look, you are a false prophet. <laughs> Get out of my face. Yes. Because you have become spiritual. The gift of discernment is alive in you. No more sitting in front of the TV, you are copying numbers. Coming to call. Nana Obwanipa. Zelo to Zelo. Another to Zelo. You'll be able to see between the lines. You'll be able to see between the lines. You know, one day a pastor went to visit a member who was heartbroken. And then she was bossing the pastor what had happened. The lady had fallen into fornication. So the pastor went to visit her. She was telling the pastor. So the pastor said, my dear, what happened? He said, pastor. Hmm, pastor. I was in my room. <laughs> And then this brother in church came to visit me. Then the pastor said, what happened? He said, pastor, I was so surprised that the brother had come to visit me. He said, then what happened? He said, then when he came, he said, you'll be around for 30 minutes. So I said, okay. But I didn't have a chair in my room. So I said, you should sit on my bed. He said, Pastor, then he sat on my bed. Then the pastor said, Then what? He said, Pastor, I was surprised. He said, Pastor, once he was sitting on the bed, he put his hand around me. Then the pastor said, What did you do? He said, Pastor, I was so surprised that his hand was around me. 
Then the pastor said, so as his hand was around you, what happened? He said, pastor, before I realized he had kissed me, I was so surprised. I was so surprised. He said, ah, he kissed you. He said, yes. He said, so after he kissed you, then what happened? He said, pastor, he said, I should lie down on the bed. Listen. But I said, pastor, listen. He said, pastor, when he told me to lie down, I said, no, this one, I won't do it. He said, then he pushed me. Pastor, I was so surprised. So he said, when he pushed you, what happened? He said, Pastor, he told me to remove my dress. He said, Pastor, when I looked at his face, I was so surprised that he was telling me to remove my dress. Then the pastor said, so what happened? He said, Pastor, I removed the dress. So when you removed the dress, then what happened? He said, Pastor, he went on top of me and I was surprised. I was surprised he went on top of me. He said, Pastor, I couldn't believe it. Unfortunately, that's how some of us will behave. <laughs> drop it, drop it. <laughs> Surprised. You know, sometimes when things are happening, you can tell where this thing is headed. You can tell. But you just, you, you just keep surprising yourself. The guy has sent you a message. He said, come home. My parents are not there. You can see where this text is going to. But all you are saying is that you are surprised that the brother sent you a message like that. Let me go and see whether maybe he wants to preach the word of God to me. It's one man, one church. <laughs> can't tell. Can't descend. Can't see through the lines. That is why sometimes you need somebody who is ahead of you to help you descend. Even if you can descend, run it by somebody who can descend. You must not take your pastor's counsel lightly. Take your pastor's counsel. I've seen a lot of things. I've spoken to a lot of people. Can you imagine if I'm telling you what to do? You think it's my own mind. I've seen a lot of bad examples, a lot of good examples. I've been able, I can wait between the two and tell you that if you do this, this will happen. No experience, and you don't need to have any experience. You can learn by other people's experience. 
And so me sometimes when people, great people give me counsel, I don't take it lightly. One day I went to see Papa, Bishop Doug, Edwina. I was so happy to be in the office with him alone. And I said, Papa, tell me something. Something power. I was expecting to tell me something powerful. Then he said to me, do you want to know what he said to me? He said to me, think in dollars. Three words. Think in dollars. I said, ah. The prophet Doug, he says, think in dollars. What is that? I said, eh. He said, yes. He said, okay. That's all he said to me. The meeting was over. I, when I was leaving the office, I said, Thinking dollars, thinking dollars, thinking dollars. What does it mean? What does it mean? What does it mean? What does it mean? Does it mean? I kept thinking about it. What does this thing mean? But you see, up until that time, there was some fruits I was expecting. That was the solution. He said, thinking dollars. A week after, I was in my office. Then a white man entered. I don't know him from anywhere. He said, oh, he wants us to do some work for him. Then I remembered Babes' words. Think in dollars. Then he said, how much will I charge? Then I remembered again. Think in dollars. Then I remembered those words. So as I did the quote, Instead of writing Ghana CDs in front, I said dollars. And the dollar rate is times five. <laughs> then I was giving it to the man. My heart was beating. I said, hey, will I lose this job? And I gave it to him. He said, should I give you a check now? <laughs> I started smiling. That check it was enough to buy a car, brand new car. For a job I did for three days. Then I said, hey, you can say that. Oh, but Papa, you should tell me something spiritual. You should say something that will move me. That's a, a world of knowledge. He knows what he has seen. So if he tells, if he tells you think in dollars, you say, oh, but Papa, but we are in Ghana. See this, we use CDs. You are making useless all that he has told you. Just that advice. I took it seriously. I took it personally. I started, I have CDs, I'll change it to dollars. I was thinking in dollars in every area of my life. Because a great man of God has told me, think in dollars. That's all. That's why it amazes me that we've been sitting here. Prophet said, open an investment account. All you need is 10 CDs. You are still sitting here. But you make lightly what he said. You can't descend. He, is, he can descend. He's telling you. He said, you all of you can become rich people. If only you will listen to this advice. But in the last one week, we have chewed chicken that is more than 10 CDs. <laughs> you are eating your, your house, chewing the roofing sheets. <laughs> Every bite, a window is gone. But we may, may we be discerning Christians. Put your hands together for Jesus. Stand to your feet.
just begin to pray and tell the Holy Spirit that I want to be matured. I want to be spiritual. I want to bear good fruits. I don't want to be an ordinary Christian. I don't want to be a low Christian, a baby Christian. I want to be somebody who can handle strong meat. I want to chew. I want to be a prayerful Christian. Jesus prayed with his disciples. He couldn't pray. He came to them. He said, what? Could you not watch with me one hour? He said, pray that you do not fall into temptation. Then he said to them, the spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. He said, if you are a weak Christian, you can't pray. If you are an immature Christian, you can't pray for even one hour. But today you want to say that, God, I want to be matured. I want to be a matured Christian. I want to be able to pray for long hours. I want to be able to read my Bible for long hours. In Jesus' mighty name. Oh, to Jesus I surrender all to Him I freely as your Lord and your personal Savior. If you were to die today, you are not sure where you will go. Will it be heaven or hell? You are not sure. I need you to be sure before you leave this place. Every head bowed, every eye closed. 
I want to pray with you. Just lift up your right hand wherever you are and I'll pray with you. You want to give your heart to Jesus. You want to say, Father, forgive me of all my sins. Give me a clean sheet. I want to walk with you. Lift up your right hand and I'll pray with you. Lift it up high. Lift it up high. Your right hand. God bless you. I can see your hand. Lift it up high. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God sees your hand. God sees your hand. You want to make a decision with him. You say, I want to go to heaven when I die. I want to serve you. I want to follow you. Your right hand up. God bless you. If you have lifted up your hand, do one more thing for me. Come to me. Come. Come. Come to me right here. Come. Don't put your hand down. Come. Come. Remember the demon called shyness. And overcome it and come. Don't stand where you are. It's a matter of life and death. Come. 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 Oh, I surrender all. I surrender all. I surrender two more people you need to come the Holy Spirit says come your heart is beating you hear a voice telling you go another says don't go the Holy Spirit is speaking the devil is also speaking I urge you to listen to the Holy Spirit please come please come please come God is calling you he's calling you he's calling you you are that person. Come. 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 It may be the final call. Your heart is beating. Beating. Faster and faster. It is the voice of God. Calling you. He says come. 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 I surrender Overcome the devil and come. I surrender. One more person. You need to come. Oh, to thee, my blessed Savior. There's one more person you need to come. One more. Just one more. Ah, you will regret not coming if you leave this place without coming. Come. 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 You're in the front, lift up your right hand and let's pray. Say this prayer after me. Say, Lord Jesus, today I come to you just as I am. I recognize 
that I'm a sinner and that I don't know you. But today, I ask you to forgive me of all my sins. Wash me with your precious blood. Come and live in my heart. Be the Lord and Master of my life. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me and writing my name in the Lamb's Book of Life. From today, I will serve you, Jesus. I will follow you, Jesus, all the days of my life as you help me to. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for all these ones. By the laying on of my hands, I pray, Father, that they will serve you all the days of their lives. I snatch them from the hands of the evil one. I pray, Father, Lord, that they will be useful in your house. I pray, Lord, may all things pass away. May everything become new. Everything. 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 Renewal of mind. In Jesus' mighty name I pray. Amen. Thank you for listening. It was great having you. You're invited to fellowship with us at the Kadosh Morning Star Cathedral, Sakumono, upstate the regional Maritime University, off the Tema Beach Road. You can send a text via WhatsApp to 0546 125491 or 0548-961-323 for other messages. Follow us on social media, Jesus.comkadosh on Facebook and Jesus underscore dot com underscore kadosh on Instagram. Be a doer of the word and not a hearer only. See you this Sunday at 1 p.m. Stay connected.